The Circle. Produced by Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board. This is tribal sovereignty. It's our children's future. It's what our ancestors and our elders fought for. It's what we continue to fight for today so that our people may live. This is The Circle brought to you by the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board. I am Ray Rowland, Community Engagement Coordinator, along with Brandon Ekafi, our Communications Director. And once again, bringing you all the news, updates, and information from the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board and the Oyate Health Center. And as always, we want to hear from you, the people for which we serve. So get in touch with us if you have any questions or topics that you want to hear on the show. You can reach out to us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, or just give us a call. You can give me a call here at 605-721-5401, Monday through Friday, 8 to 4.30 p.m. Uh, so a few little announcements before we get into to the show. Um, announcements for the vaccine clinics um, at Oyate Health Center and our lacrosse location are now open. We have the 5 to 11 Pfizer vaccines that are available and also, of course, the Pfizer boosters. And anybody else there that has not yet gotten their uh, COVID-19 vaccination, give us a call. And, and to avoid wait times, we, we highly, highly encourage our relatives to schedule ahead and schedule yourself an appointment at one of our two locations. You can go up to 3500 Canyon Lake Drive. That's the main Oyate Health Center campus. Their phone number is 605-355-2350. Or you can also go to the Lacrosse Street location located on 725 North Lacrosse Street in Rapid City. Their phone number to call is 605-718-5095. So give them a call if you want to schedule your 5 to 11-year-old for their Pfizer vaccine or get yourself scheduled for your first or second doses there as well. And so a lot going on this week. Uh, kind of fill us in, Brand. Where are we at as far as the Rosebud Assumption and what's going on there? Give us the latest. I think in last week's show, we talked about how the Rosebud Sioux Tribe made the decision to join the Cheyenne River Sioux Tribe and the Oglala Sioux Tribe in um, taking control of their health care in Rapid City, Rapid City Service Unit, back from the Indian Health Service, back from the federal government, and has entrusted the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board to manage it on their behalf at the Oyate Health Center. You know, a lot of good things came from that. You know, for the last two years, there's been sort of a division, not, you know, not division between the tribes, but, you know, Rosebud had opted to stay with the Indian Health Service for their care. Uh, Pine Ridge, or I'm sorry, Oglala Sioux Tribe and Cheyenne River chose to go with the Oyate Health Center to 638 their funding. And, you know, this resulted in quite a bit of confusion. We've seen the Oyate Health Center grow and improve, get better and better. Um... And, you know, after two years of, of seeing what's taken place there, Rosebud decided that, you know, that was probably the best opportunity for, for them to right now improve healthcare up here. And they liked what's been taking place up here. A lot of good feedback from people who use the facility, and they decided to come on board. And with them on board, you know, it leads or opens the door for this brand new 120-ish million dollar facility that's being built on the Susan campus right next to the current Oyate House Center is going to be fully, you know, under the umbrella of the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board on behalf of the three tribes. And, you know, we're not going to see separate clinics in there, not going to be separate providers. It's going to be one provider, you know, one overarching managing system that's going to make things a lot easier for patients. Um, 
space in the building itself. You know, IHS had intended to divide it up. You know, they would get this, they would get that, they would get half a dental. But now with all three tribes on the same page, you know, it's going to be pretty nice. Everyone there, everyone working together to expand services, improve care. It's going to be exciting. But, um, you know, lots some rumors out there about it. You know, I think that one of the main rumors out there was that the current IHS employees who are working on a second floor under IHS would be riffed or laid off or, you know, asked to look for different work. But, you know, we've gotten the guarantee that that isn't the case. Um, I believe, um, you know, there's been some questions that have reached out from employees, but the plan as of now is that the Oyate Health Center plans to extend opportunities to these individuals to join the organization, to continue on providing care for their relatives in Rapid City and any other tribal member that comes to get care for things on campus there. But, you know, once that new building opens up, once everyone moves into the new Oyate Health Center, a lot of the services that couldn't be provided at the current building because of space are going to be available. So, you know, less refers out, less having to deal with outside entities. Um, so that's going to be nice, you know. And, and as you know, any person who is eligible for Indian Health Service care can come to the Oyate Health Center no matter what tribe you're from, no matter where you're from, and have access to any care that is provided on site there. That is called direct care. So anything that's offered at the Oyate Health Center, any tribal member can come in and get care and seen for and taken care of. So Let's reiterate that a little bit because that was one of the main kind of rumors and misconceptions that people have when going too rapid or, you know, whether or not they can receive care at the Oyate Health Center campus. Um, You know, PRC works in that way where they have to be, sent over to IHS, but no matter where you're at, if, whether you not you have an IHS um, chart or you live in Pine Ridge or you live across the country, if you're a federally recognized member of a, excuse me, a member of a federally recognized tribe, you can be seen at Oyate Health Center. Absolutely. You if will not be turned away. No, if you're eligible for care from IHS, you will not be turned away for care at the Oyate Health Center. You know, people, a lot of people put rumors out there, make things up. You know, for whatever reason, but the truth of the matter is, you know, any care that's provided on site there is covered. You know, you can come in, you get seen, you get use the urgent care, um, you know, you get an x-ray there. Anything anything that's provided on there is called direct care. And if you're a tribal member, you can access it at the Oyate Health Center. Now, when you look at, you know, care, so you a lot of times people come in to see an IHS doctor or, or Oyate Health Center doctor, and there's some kind of treatment or some kind of specialty care that they need that isn't available on campus. That's different. You can still be seen by a doctor or a provider at the Oyate Health Center, no matter where you're from. But when it was referred out prior to Rosebud joining, you know, if you were from Rosebud, IHS was responsible for handling your PRC claim. If you're from Cheyenne River um, or from OST and you lived in Rapid City, then the Oyate Health Center was responsible for that PRC. And the way it's supposed to work, like say you came from Pine Ridge and you got a referral out up there, you know, that should be sent back to your home where your primary care provider is. But now, you know, with Rosebud on board, you know, any tribal member living in Pennington County, your PRC is going to eventually be handled all by the Oyate Health Center. So there's no more waiting on your claim to get processed by HS or referral to get sent out it's all going to be handled in-house and what's going to make that nice is you know 
you can reach out locally to get it checked out. Um, you know, we're developing a tab on our website to where people can follow their claim through the process. And just having all three tribes together, united, working to improve health care alongside the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board is a wonderful opportunity. It's going to open up a lot of doors for growth, for revenue generation, for expansion of services. But, you know, like I said, you know, that that's a few months away. And then, you know, we're going to see things steadily improve. Um, but right now, you know, I think that the two rumors that are out there, two rumors that are always being circulated is that, you know, if you're from Rosebud, you can't go to the Ate House Center. Not true. You know, if you're a member of a federally recognized tribe, you're eligible for IHS care, you're absolutely able to come there. Absolutely able to get any service that's provided on campus, on site, and that's direct care. And, you know, that has always been that way. And and we've seen that throughout because, you know, a lot of Rosebud patients had the option to go to the second floor, as with any other tribal member, had option to keep their care with IHS on the second floor. And most of those people made the decision to come over to the Yate Health Center. And, you know, in that transition and that decision by patients to have the option to choose between the two and the reality that they're using the Oyate House Center far more than IHS clinic, you know, shows some things that, you know, they like the care they receive at Oyate House Center, they like the customer service, they like the accessibility, you know, they like having access to behavioral health, um, you know, all kinds of things, all kinds of benefits that come with getting your care at the Oyate House Center as compared to going to what was on the second floor that's still on the second floor, but was eventually now going to be absorbed under the Oyate Health Center banner as a result of Rose, but deciding to jump on, you know, it's going to make things a lot easier for a lot of people. And when could we start to see these changes at Oyate? Like, is it anytime soon? Is it going to be a little while before, you know, IHS basically takes their name off of uh, the entry there? You know, with the three tribes working together, it really streamlines things. You know, there's less going back and forth, you know, less he said, she said, less this, I told this to this tribe. You know, now with all three tribes at the table, all three tribes participating in the many Luzaha, we chose out the advisory committee, the governing board. You know, this week the, the board of directors is going to happen in Rapid City where all 17 tribes come and who oversee the health board meet to discuss policy, discuss direction of the organization. You know, that that's still happening. But as far as IHS, you know, leaving the campus up there, you know, we're looking at maybe conservatively, you know, it's early February. You know, we'd like to see it happen sooner, but, you know, you know how these things work. Um, we're aiming for sooner. I think IHS is aiming for sooner. The tribes are aiming for sooner. But we're looking at probably in February. And so when that takes place, that's going to open the door for rapid growth, rapid acceleration, rapid expansion of services leading into the summertime where, you know, the Oyate House Center will be eligible to go to what they call a tribal compact to where there's even more freedom of what you can do. You know, after three successful years of growing, expanding, generating revenue, improving care, you know, Cheyenne River, Ogallosu Tribe saw this program grow, prove what it can do. Now with Rosebud on board and some of the hurdles that existed due to, you know, the separation of the entities, we're really going to see what they can do. And then once you get into that, that, that tribal compact, you know, the ceiling comes off of what, what's possible. And, you know, if you can see the growth that took place in these last three years, imagine all the limitations, all the struggles that came with, you know, just now, you know, a new project, new endeavor, not all three tribes on board, lots of confusion, small space at that building, 
you remove every single one of these little barriers that have slowed the growth of this project, you know, well, what, what can happen? You know, absolutely anything could happen. <laughs> and so just to kind of talk about what, what are some of the, um, not necessarily limitations, but what kind of expansions kind of allude to some of the things that we don't have that we could possibly have in the future? Sure. Right now, you know, at the Oyate Health Center, a lot of times people are referred out for care to, you know, that's just, you know, we do, you know, we've had a podiatrist on. I think there's a new one hired on that comes on now. But let's just use podiatry as just an example. You know, say, you know, we have a lot of people who are diabetic, a lot of people who need access to podiatry. If there is no space for a podiatrist, your provider has no choice but to refer you out to another facility. You know, you know, as much as, you know, we'd like to have space for specialty clinics right now at the, at the Oyate Health Center that's in the old Susan Hospital, you're so severely limited on space that you can't do that. Moving into the new building, there's several thousand feet of space set aside for what they call specialty clinics to where, you know, where we have a long wait list of, or if we had a long wait list of people who needed podiatry, you know, we could schedule a contractor to come in, use, utilize that space to see all of our podiatry patients in a way that makes it so that's direct care. So it doesn't come out of PRC budget for one, but also to where they can all be seen, utilized, cared for. And, you know, in the next week, you could have another specialty clinic in there, which saves on PRC, which generates revenue for the organization. And so with one entity there, all the space is going to be used towards expanding care and improving care. And we all know in Rapid City, um, there's plenty of patients, um, there's plenty of people who need help, and it's not going to be a big issue filling seats in dental, filling seats in, you know, the regular clinic, urgent care is still going to be there. So, you know, it's going to grow fast, it's going to be big, there's more space. It's a great opportunity for people to, you know, see what not only tribes can do together, but what tribal organizations that are led by tribal citizens can do when they're given the opportunity. All right. So, and if you're uh, just joining us again, this is The Circle brought to you by the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board. Uh, we're just kind of discussing different news, updates, and information when it comes to the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board and the Oyate Health Center here in Rapid City. So a lot of big things on the way. We talked a little bit about the Rosebud Assumption. Uh, we're talking about the different rumors when it comes to the, the IHS employees. So if, you, if you're just tuning in again, IHS employees, as it stands right now, at the Oyate Health Center in Rapid City will be brought on board. No, there won't be any rifts. You know, we're doing our best to include everybody and, and be one giant happy family to, to, you know, for the one goal that we have, and that's bringing quality health care to our relatives here. Yeah, I, I always think that, like, when IHS was on board, or at least present at the Oyate Health Center, there was an unnecessary rivalry, unnecessary competition that was created just by the mere fact that there were two entities there doing the same thing, both trying to improve care for tribal citizens. Why wouldn't we want all those employees who are caring for the community, you know, sacrificing their time, putting their lives on the line on the front lines of COVID, who've endured all the things they've gone through to care for the people? You know, those are the kind of people you want with your organization. And I think that the health board and the Oyate House Center has made it very clear that, that people don't need to be fe fearful that they're going to be let go or, you know, kicked to the curb because, you know, good, solid providers, you know, 
people who care about the community, our educated tribal members, you know, you don't want to lose those to outside entities. And I think that's always a good pitch here because the organization, our Oyate Health Centers, set to expand, you know, from 200 and some employees to well over 400 when it gets to that new building. So, you know, if you want to get an application in, it might be time to start getting them in, whether that be for anything from nurses to providers to doctors, but to groundskeepers, to maintenance people, to employee drivers, you know, COVID techs, all those things are available. So if you're a community member and you're you're looking for new work, you know, the Oyate Health Center is going to have plenty available real soon. And I hope that a lot of these spots are filled by tribal members because it's us who's ultimately responsible for caring for our people. And the more of us we have on board, I think that the more successful this endeavor is going to be. All right. So that's a good segue into the, the two spots I have available. They wanted me to get out on the air right now. Um, so just kind of go over our working environment, our, you know, our work culture. Uh, the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board fosters an organizational culture that supports both culturally and scientifically sound practices in environment that values creative genius and professional and personal development that is rooted in integrity and tribal traditional values. So there, there's a, you know, a, a feeling here when you come to work here that you it's not just a job, it's a family, and we all have one goal. And again, that's to provide quality health care and services to our relatives. Um, so one of those things is, again, in behavioral health, they need a, you know, a lot of uh, people to help there because we do have that, that broad you know, um, patient um, reach. So we want to make sure that we're constantly you know, trying to provide this, this assistance to our relatives. So if you um, have any interest in, in community, you know, behavioral health, um, there is a program coordinator, community behavioral health position available. The community behavioral health program coordinator is responsible for a variety of tasks, including but not limited to assisting in reporting, writing, coordinating and conducting project activities and fostering relationships with program stakeholders. So uh, to qualify, uh, associate's degree is required, a bachelor's degree is preferred, and three years of relative excuse me, relevant experience sufficient enough to understand the major duties of the position. Uh, document, uh, grant management, excuse me, grant management and administrative experience is preferred. In addition to gaining a great sense of fulfillment, uh, the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board also offers a competitive benefits package. Um, just to kind of talk about this benefits package, it's, it's pretty great. I mean, it's, it's something I've never had as far as, you know, my working life. Um, so medical, we got federal employee health benefits. Uh, employee pays 10% of the monthly premium for the employee and eligible dependents, and 90% uh, is paid by the employer, by us. So dental is paid 100%. So you, you are not, you know, charged for your dental. So that is 100% on us. Uh, Sun Life is going to be our new carrier this coming year. Uh, Vision, Optalegra, we got 100% employer paid for the employee and eligible dependents, uh, basic life and accidental death and dismemberment. Uh, Sun Life will pay out two times the employee annual, annual sal- salary, rounded up to the next thousand uh, dollars, uh, 100% employer paid. And then supplemental life and accidental death, short-term disability, long-term disability, and of course a retirement plan, which is a 403B. So lots of good things coming. Uh, another position that we have open is the health insurance exchange navigator. Brand, kind of tell us what this is. We talked a lot about this, but 
um, with us wanting to, you know, save on PRC dollars, we're taking that next step to try to help our relatives purchase insurance. Kind of tell us how that works. Sure. This is a part of what we call a tribal sponsorship program. And what we do at the health board or what the Oyate Health Center does is we look at, you know, we try to find coverage for every single patient that comes through the door in with the ultimate goal of saving PRC dollars so that, you know, people have catastrophic injuries or unexpected health issues like major heart attacks or emergency surgery or something. There's always PRC funding available to help to help pay for that or, you know, to cover that as, as required, you know, or as we, we should all expect, you know, but PRC dollars, you know, those are allocated by Congress and, you know, and there's a set amount, a set amount on how much there is, you know, you'd like to think that the federal government provided funding for everything we need for all of our healthcare needs, but because they've only provided partial amounts throughout history, we've had to find out, find ways to be innovative and under this 638 contract, one of the things that we can do is that we can find even third-party insurance, Medicare, Medicaid, you know, other options to help pay for the healthcare needs of our community so they're not looking at debt or looking at bills. And so this position that we're talking about, this health insurance exchange navigator, your job would be, if, you know, say you applied, you got this job, your job would be to help our relatives get linked up with some kind of health coverage. You know, you find out what they're eligible for, um, you know, in some cases, or, you know, in, in many cases, the, the Oyate Health Center will actually pay the monthly premiums on, on some people's health insurance because we know that, you know, they're going to be accessing that care, accessing that need quite a bit. And so as a business decision, it's smart that the org purchases insurance. And then, you know, when that employee, I mean, I'm sorry, when that patient, you know, comes in to our facility, sees the doctor, we have the opportunity to bill that insurer you know, are to bill Medicaid. And so that not only funds or pays for the patient's visit, it also helps to, you know, pad, the, pad, you know, the bank account here that can then be used or will always be used to expand services, whether that's hiring more doctors, more nurses, more equipment, you know, more vehicles to haul people, um, you know, third-party revenue created the new behavioral health department that we have here. So the job summary of this is under supervision of the program manager, Again, this is the Health Insurance Exchange Navigator position that's open at the Oyate Health Center. The Health Insurance Exchange Navigator will complete the required HHS developed training program and pass an exam to ensure understanding of the health insurance exchange related information. The Navigator will obtain a card, maintain expertise and eligibility, enrollment and program specifications, conducting public health education activities to raise awareness of the health insurance exchange and to qualified insurance plans. Um, so basically, you know, and, and the pay scale on it looks looks pretty good to me. Twenty, you know, between twenty and twenty five dollars an hour, along with all these amazing benefits you get working at the health board, working under the health board banner. Um, I don't think that really gets enough run out there about what this organization does for its employees. You know, all the benefits. You know, I think you're, you're a full time employee here. You get ten hours of leave every two weeks. You know, that builds up very quickly, you know, um, you know, it's a, what, no questions asked leave policy, you know, family friendly leave policy. You know, there's a lot of benefits to working at the health board that people don't talk about. Um, I get lost in the shuffle. But when you have an organization that's employing, you know, employing 280 people or so, you know, 60 to 70 percent of those people are tribally enrolled citizens. 
you start to think about the impact that this organization has in our communities and our economies and in our families by providing, you know, sustained employment for people, health insurance for our youth, you know, all these, these great things, you know, retirement, life insurance, all things we don't always think about when, you know, when we're living in that scarcity mindset. But, you know, generating wealth in our communities and creating wealth for individual families and, and community members, you know, is good for all of us. You know, we all shop at our own businesses. We shop at tribally owned businesses. We take care of each other. You know, when something happens, we're always looking out for relatives. So when you look at steady, stable employment, you know, it's underrated. And at the health board, we definitely have that for those who, who want to put in the work and who want to be here helping, you know, improve the lives of the people. Uh, so if you're just joining us again, this is The Circle brought to you by the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board. Uh, we're just talking news, updates, and all the information from the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board and the Oyate Health Center. So lots of big stuff on the way. Uh, once again, we want to hear from you, uh, our, our tribal relatives, our community for which we serve. Uh, if you have any questions or any topics that you want to hear on the show, reach out to us via social media, Facebook, Instagram, or again, give us a call. 605-721-5401, Monday through Friday, 8 to 4.30 p.m. We're on Keeley twice a week, uh, once on Tuesday at um, 5 o'clock. Am I right? Am I wrong? Yeah, Tuesday, five Tuesday's Tuesday at, at five, 5 and then Friday at noon. And so after that regular, regularly scheduled council meeting, you can always hear all that, then tune in to the circle to hear. But, you know, one thing that we're not, that we kind of forgot to talk about that we need to mention this weekend in Rapid City, um, there's an event called Strengthening Kinships. Um, yeah, kind of in response to some of the violence, some of the struggles that's happened on the north side of Rapid City. But um, from November 19th through the 22nd and starting at 3 p.m. on, on the 19th um, at the east side of the Knollwood Apartments on the north side of Rapid City, um, there's going to be teepee training, a night dance, hand games, creation of a mural, um, presentations from community members, um, cultural activities. I think they're going to sweat on maybe both the nights that are up there. Um, oh, it looks like they're going to have a sweat each night. So three nights in a row, they're going to sweat in that community. Um, you know, a lot of collaborators in this partnership. I am Legacy, Eric Ringsway, um, perhaps the police department, um, of course, Great Plains, um, ABC Apartments, Oyate Kim, uh, Chante Washtepi, I think that's Lloyd Big Curl, um, and his crew, um, Hesapa Aim Security, Olala Tokala, uh, the International Youth Council, and then some of our OST council reps um, are putting in some time to donate their time up here. Garfield Still, Wounded Knee, uh, Tyler Yellowboy, Olala, Wendell Youngman, Olala, um, OST Treasurer, Mason Big Curl is contributing, collaborating, um, Little Gales in the Mall, um, I think Buddy over there owns that. Um, Mini Luzaha, Okola Kichiapi Ambassadors, um, uh, was it Missing Murder Indigenous Women Riders? I think they were a motorcycle group. Um, the Bigfoot Riders, um, Youth Empowerment Club, and Rural America Initiatives are partner on a number of events this summer. Bruce Longfox over there. So, you know, a lot of the native organizations in Rapid City are pitching in here, teaming up to see what they can do to. You know, pr- you know, contribute to improving things in the community. And, and as the health board and the Yate Health Center, we're just grateful that we can work together, we can build stronger networks, uh, we can use each other's resources and pull re- each other's resources to make a difference. And, 
you know, in only two years, you know, it's good to see the Oyate Health Center making it, you know, making, building these relationships and, you know, helping to bring these events that I don't remember ever taking place, you know, here growing up. You know, of course, right. we're in Pine Ridge, but, you know, I think events like this are pretty rare and, and the, the vast diversity and the number of collaborators on it, you know, means there's plenty of resources being dedicated to it and a focus on changing things on the north side up there. So, Again, the health board's grateful. The Oyate Health Center is grateful to be part of this, to be working with our partners, to, to do something to hopefully stem the tide. And while we're talking about it, you know, I always wanted I wanted to give a shout out to Kyle Mesteth in Pine Ridge. See, he's putting on them skate comps every single, almost every night, huh? Yep, ground control, Kyle Mesteth. They're they're doing a bit. I think it's she's trying to do like every Sunday or every weekend. He's trying to to put something together for the youth. With it getting colder, their their big goal is to create an indoor skate park um you know as the winters are here it's kind of difficult for certain athletes of that caliber to to keep in the physical condition that they they need so they need that indoor park to to get to that next level but they are they're great they're incredible if you have instagram or facebook look up ground control or kyle mastet he's got some crazy videos on there the kids doing some some uh crazy feats on the board i saw him talking about you know one of the goals for i know that you know this is kind of you know we, we don't have an official relationship with with ground control but you know providing activities and you know and, and finding ways to create better health outcomes through community intervention i think is something that we all agree on and kyle was i heard him talking about they have a goal of sending a skater from pioneers to the olympics yep and you know, I think that's a very realistic goal of something that could Absolutely. happen. You know, you know, we all you gotta do, all you need is a board and a skate park, and you have it. You know, they of course, you know, we have kids in California or Brazil or whatever, you know, who mm-hmm. have year long skating, but just the fact that we have the Toby Eagle Bowl Wounded Knee Four Direction Skate Park down there, a whole lot of kids who are willing to push themselves to you know make that leap, and then you know, I think that George Dreamer with the um, OST Council. Um, I think Kyle has some other people working with him. Forgive me if I if I miss out on anyone that's helping him provide boards and opportunities to, for these youth. But you know, again, shout out to Kyle Ground Control for everything they're doing in Pioneer Ridge, a sport we love, and you know, one that we kind of have an intimate relationship with because you know, you know, our relationship with Toby growing up, and then hence you know because of that, our relationship with skateboarding. So shout out to Kyle. You know, proud of you. Good job. All right, and again, this is The Circle, brought to you by the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board. Uh, We are here twice a week, Tuesdays at 5 on Fridays at noon. So if you have any questions or topics that you want to hear on the show, reach out to us Monday through Friday. You can give us a call here at uh, 605-721-5401. So reach out to us anytime. Monday through Friday, 8 to 4.30 p.m. at that phone number. And once again, uh, if you have any questions or want to schedule a vaccination, give them a call at the Oyate Health Center main campus, 605-355-2350, or at the La Crosse location located on 725 North La Crosse Street. They're also doing walk-in vaccinations. Give them a call, 605-718. 5095. So for Brandon, myself, and the Great Plains Tribal Leader South Board, this has been The Circle right here on Keeley Radio.
COVID-19 vaccines are currently available across the Great Plains area. These vaccines are safe and effective tools for stopping the spread of COVID-19. The vaccines work by giving our immune systems instructions for how to fight off infections. They do not contain the virus that causes COVID-19. Short-term side effects like soreness at the injection site, fever, headache, muscle pain, or fatigue are common after receiving the vaccine. Millions of people around the world, including thousands of native health workers and elders, have been vaccinated safely. Vaccines are the safest way to protect our relatives during this ongoing pandemic. The more people get the vaccine, the more lives we can save in our communities. Call your health care provider or tribal health department to learn more about when and where you can receive your vaccine. Or go to gptchb.org for more information. This message was brought to you by the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board, so that the people may live.